Capri, and welcome to We the GamerCast. It publishes every single Monday at youtube.com slash carpoolgaming and podcast services around planet Earth on every single continent, I think. I think that we might be in Antarctica. Thank you guys so much uh, for, for being here, for listening, for telling your friends, for telling your mom, for telling your pets, for telling your your, your pet goldfish. He's just, what else is, what else is they going to, what are they going to do? Uh, I was going to say he, but who knows? Who knows what that goldfish is? Uh, thanks guys for being here. I am very excited. As you might know, uh, I record this after, usually after the conversation that you're about to hear. I do time travel. So I know you don't know this, but I know this. I'm not just saying this. Uh, that this is a special one. This is really good. Charles McGregor, the creator of Hyperdot. Um, and, and maybe, maybe, can I, can I say that? Like maybe my friend? <laughs> I think, I think we, I think we've gotten to know each other over the last couple of years. A wonderful human being. You guys are in for a treat. But guess what? If you're new, here's the deal. Every week I have sweet hangs with a stranger from the internet. And if you want to be on the show, it's easy. You can just tweet at me at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. Don't forget to hit the like button. Uh, over on YouTube, if you like, that'd be, that would be great. Uh, I, I have a lot that I need to tell you guys, but I ain't gonna do it. I'm gonna wait till next week. I had a bit of a weekend. I wasn't feeling all that great. I had to delay the episode a little bit, but it's totally worth it. And it's all made possible by the nearly 90 patrons who support us each and every month at patreon.com slash carpool gaming. And we would love it if you joined on just like those 90 other people, especially our ultimate producers, Mr. Robbie Bobby Miller, Tony Baker from Quest for Pixels at youtube.com slash Quest for Pixels. I almost said Troy Baker for the first time in a long time. Dallas Ford from the Blame Game. Uh, support those guys over at YouTube. The links are in the show notes. Jonathan Brown. He's got his new EP called uh, from PME called Gems. It's available on Spotify and Apple Music. And of course, Lee Navarro, the fearless leader of the Phoenix Overdrive Extra Life team. That's my Extra Life team. It's your Extra Life team. We are going to be in Rome, New York live with probably a hundred people. You guys, it's going to be nuts. Uh, you can donate right now. You can join the team, whatever you want to do. Carpool Gaming, we are fundraising as part of Phoenix Overdrive and we're going to raise 10,000. No, maybe even 15,000, maybe even $20,000. And when you donate to our page, Carpool Gaming, uh, you can be entered in to win some great prizes. Every $10 you donate will get you entered in. And right now we have confirmed a bunch of game pass, a bunch of three month codes, a bunch of 12 month codes. That's a year, uh, in most, most calendars, I suppose. Um, so yeah, we're, we're starting the, we're starting the hype train. It's a month away. We're going to be live from Rome. It's going to be amazing. How many of you have even heard of Rome before? Because I, I got to be honest, other than the um, that documentary, Woodstock 99, I hadn't heard of it. But I've been there, and it's amazing. I've been there twice before. So I speak from experience. This Extra Life thing, it's like it's unlike anything you've ever seen before. Nintendo dads are confirmed to be there. Nintendo pals confirmed to be there. Me. Uh, lots of the, the snack network is there. The, the save the game media, like everybody is going to be there and you guys are going to want to check it out. Extra life is going to be absolutely phenomenal. Um, my goodness. I was about to thank all of our patrons. Oh, I'm, I'm still in the middle of it. Oh, he's talking about Lee. Goodness gracious. Who's keeping me on track here? Our platinum producers, Marcus McCracken and RJ Kern. And thank you to our gold members, Anna, Cecily Carozza, Dallas Robbins, Drellish, Emily O'Kelly, Foolish Fuji, Thomas, uh, I'm sorry, Jose, Jose Jimenez. <laughs> what is that? Marcus O'Neill, Nagachaka, The Snack Network, and Tim Pollan. And thank you to our newest patron, Eric Hodges. Thanks for believing in us. I promise you, we will try not to let you down. I can't promise that we won't let you down, but it's not my intention to let you down, especially with today's episode with Charles. Um, goodness gracious, you guys. 
him and I are like a peas in a pod. We're we're old best friends kind of catching up here. It's a classic, instant classic episode of We the Gamer Cast. And uh, you can follow Charles on Twitter at DarkAceTG. All the links are in the show notes. Uh, I'm just going to get right into it, you guys. This is not worth delaying. I want you to get right into it. I hope you enjoy my conversation with my good friend and yours, Charles McGregor. Yeah, your mic sounds great, by the way. That's, what kind of microphone oh, is that? Thanks. That sounds awesome. It, it is a Samsung, not sung. I always have to clarify that. <laughs> Samsung uh, USB mic. What the uh, heck? Then, I've never heard of that. Yeah, it it uh, it's now like a couple of years old. I want to say it's like four or something years old. Yeah. Uh, and it's going through a GoXLR. Um, uh, so I'm see, able to do a little bit of Your 4,000 cables in. Yes, I have 4,000 yes. different Actually, <laughs> It's actually not too bad. No. It's just uh, because this is a USB mic, it's actually not all that bad. Mm-hmm. It's just one cable that I have to deal with. What's, so. like, I don't know that you do. Do you do a podcast or anything? Like, what, you, you, that's that's quite a microphone <laughs> for just yeah, like, I'll just chat to people sometimes. Yeah, you know. Uh, no, I just really enjoy uh, a lot of the, this, like, production stuff. Yeah. So that's why, like, yeah, I want to have the lights in the room and mm-hmm. make sure things, like, you can, it's really funny because at the very start of the pandemic, um, uh, when I started to do, like, interviews and stuff for HyperDot, uh, I was like, it it really showed i did not have the equipment <laughs> i had like a headset thing it was like really like hard to hear me mm-hmm. and stuff and it was like a low angle because i didn't have a webcam yeah uh because i bar- i lent it to my brother and he never gave it back oh, brothers <laughs> are the worst for this they never give us stuff back oh, i have man. i have a complex about that man like i had i used to lend out movies to my friends because i had a great movie collection back when dvds mattered and that kind of thing was oh, a yeah thing. yeah but I had like a library system, man. Like I had a spreadsheet. Like if you're going to take something off the shelf, I know who and when, like I've had enough of my I, stuff disappearing, man. I have a checkout list. And everything. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. I'll have automated reminders and text messages and send people okay. after you, man. There's a barcode. All right. Scan. Oh, cool. Automatic like, oh, you're email. A little late. <laughs> yeah. late charges. <laughs> Oh my goodness. We need to we dude, like libraries and I know this. I get games from the library. Like they don't have late charges anymore. Like what's with Oh, charge yeah. me. Like Yeah, that is so true. How are you operating right now? I I don't know. It is amazing because I've heard so many um people also like bring up the fact that like if you did or if you're buying a subscription from Audible, mm-hmm. uh, you're like missing out on the fact that the library like just getting a library card you get a whole bunch of audiobooks all as for well. free all, for, all free. for free and i'm what? like oh man how, yeah, how is, is audible so a business how is that I possible i don't know i guess like you're gonna have to have like some exclusive things on audible right <laughs> we need but to do then, a comparison like, yeah you have to have okay here's the pros and cons yeah there's all the things that are fe- it must be like uh it's probably really small uh no name things are on audible but like like you know the larger stuff i need to do like a like a i need to check in on this like what books would i really (laughs) absolutely need to listen to on audible that are not available 
at the yeah. local library. But I yeah. I listen to so many podcasts. So like I, I've talked about this before. Like I I need to save like the last bastion of literature. Like I I can't. <laughs> as soon as I listen to one one audio book, I'm done for, mm-hmm. man. I will it's, never read yeah. another book ever again. And that's oh, it. Man. I can't. Yeah. I I've only read or listened to one audio book and like, you know, for the longest years, like yeah. <laughs> 10 years, it's been like, everybody's like, and this podcast is brought to you by mm-hmm. audible and all that stuff. And I finally was like, okay, fine. Uh, because I was on the min max podcast mm-hmm. and we were, uh, they were looking for people to read Reggie's book. Oh yeah. Like, this is a good time for me to try out Audible. Yeah. And I finally tried it. It was nice because it was like Reggie, Reggie. reading a book to me. Mm-hmm. That's awesome. But like... <laughs> Tucking I, you in at I, night. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Uh, and then I was like, I'm never going to use this. So I uh, promptly like canceled. I was like, I'm not going to actually... I just use the free trial that I got. Mm-hmm. Um, and then now I'm just getting inundated with like, you got a bunch of credits on oh, your audio, uh, Audible stuff. <sighs> this it's, podcast most definitely not brought to you by Audible. <laughs> You're just like, yeah. Read books, everybody. Go to your local library, <laughs> please. <laughs> I get depressed sometimes oh, when I go to the. This is my. I mean, you know me by now. Like, I go to the library oh, yeah. and I'm like, "There's too many books. I'll never oh, read yep. even a fraction, <laughs> even the shelf. Even like you walk in, it's like this is new this week. Not gonna read. That's that's my lifetime worth of oh, books man. right there. It's too yep. much. How is there so much stuff? There's yeah. That's the that's the the first world problems of there's too much stuff out there too many games too many movies too many books well you just have to say i'm just not gonna i guess <laughs> but how how dare you charles add to this first world problem you see this you see this world of content these games endless selection yeah. you're like you know what the world needs a dot like, in a circle yeah. <laughs> of varying sizes and shapes you know? and colors exactly i yeah i I saw that there was a a hole that was needed to be felt and i was like (laughs) it's a perfectly circle sized hole i know you were on the show before we talked about the game but i feel like you know we've come to know each other quite a bit over the last couple of years as well but i don't remember like like did you like hit your head on a on a bathroom like on a on a on a on a toilet seat or something where you like and see the flux capacitor like how did it come how did it come to you how do you go like yeah that's the game i want to make that's it uh i did so it's funny you mentioned that i did actually uh, when i was a kid no. i fell down on not a it wasn't a toilet or anything involved with the bathroom it was a metal chair in my room yikes uh, yeah, it, it was really dumb because there's like a screensaver um, of like <laughs> baseball. It was, you know, back back when screensavers were screensavers. You need to scre- save that screen, man. Got yeah, I was like, oh, cool. But I was like in the dining room and then on the or the screensaver would constantly loop. And then there's one part when, you know, they're doing the baseball thing where the guy it does like a uh, the guy hits the ball mm-hmm. and then the crowd goes wild. Yeah. And me being a kid, I'm like, oh, I got to be there for that part. So like like clockwork every I want to say three minutes or whatever, <laughs> how long the loop was. Mm-hmm. I would just go from the dining room, run into my room and then go, yay. And then, <laughs> and then run out back into the dining room and be like, yeah, there you go. And I, I don't understand why I did this. But one of those times oh, I ran no. in there and I tripped on a, a toy that I that was just laying on the ground and I went crack oh. into the and like and I still have the scar because uh, it required stitches. I was just bleeding. I was like, this is it. And then I just started <laughs> crying. How old really were you? Bad. Like you're a kid. Like how old? Like six. Oh, man. Yeah, I think it was like That's young for stitches, man. 
Yeah, it was it was something I know that I was in school. Okay. Um, yeah. But like, I don't remember where because I, I remember I was in school because I believe that people ask the question, why do you have this huge bandaid mm-hmm. over your left eye? And I'm like, well, stitches are kind of wild, man. I, I didn't like yeah. I never had anything like that. Well, when I was actually too young um, to remember, apparently I had stitches under my lip here because um, mm. I'm the second kid. So like, you know, whatever. And sure. I, apparently I was just like in my little like baby chair and I had a knife and I just kind of like fell onto the knife. Like I could have died. I could have <laughs> oh like no God. eyeball or something or like, wow. you know, missing a tongue or something. But yeah, mm. I went through like kind of right here. I've got a, I, I won't get mm. like right up to the, to the oh, microphone sure, sure. or to the camera, but I've got a nice little scar. It's, 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 uh, right here. Yeah, yeah. it's so, just, you were just trying to make it more, uh, perf- like thought it was uh, a spoon apparent. Yeah. <laughs> just thought it was a spoon. You're like, yeah, I'm two years old. And I'm like chick dig scars, man. Let's get this. <laughs> yeah. Let's get this lifetime. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> as far as scars go, but also when I was, um, I mean, of age, we we're you know, going to concerts and whatever, and I uh, went to one rock show, and this idiot just like was doing roundhouse kicks. He was really feeling the music, and he's just like doing these kicks, and I never saw it coming. Oh right, right on the eye, like just yeah, yeah. Blood. I hope. I hope this was like a jazz concert. It was. Like, it was. Yeah, actually, no, it was classical. a classical concert. Yeah, classic. Yeah. It was the opera. <laughs> Yeah, yeah okay. Just just like, feeling yeah. The opera. <laughs> yeah, that'd be awesome. <laughs> yeah, spinning heel kick, just you know, it's just like I'm really feeling Bach. Yeah, the, <laughs> and of all the places to get stitches, like the eye is something special because you mm. have the front row seat to that show. Yeah, like you're like that, that dude I is d- like right there. Yes, that is something that I do like vehemently remember of them like having to cover my <laughs> eye with like some uh, like a towel. And oh, whatnot, yeah. And then feeling mm-hmm. the needle and then seeing the needle and stuff. And I'm <laughs> like, so this sucks. <laughs> this is bad. Mm-hmm. It, <laughs> yeah. But it also like it should be worse. Like, it, yeah, like, it I, should be worse. Mm-hmm. But it, it was not as bad as um, some like other things or like like, uh, I don't know. Like, uh, uh, like if you break your arm or something, I've never, yeah, dude, arm any of this stuff blows my mind. Like we can, we can even, we don't even have to talk about like actual amazing modern medicine, like vaccines or whatever, or x-rays. Oh, yeah. It's like huh. somebody figured out you take this string and you sew up your skin. Like yeah. it's a, like it's a patch on your, on your jacket. <laughs> yeah. And then your body will. You'll be, you'll be good. You'll be good. Yeah. You, you break your arm, throw it in this cast thing. You don't have to chop you're it like, off anymore. Hey, good. Yeah, it's pretty decent. Yeah, yeah we're lucky to be is. alive when we are, man. I would I'd not be happy yeah. even even oh, 50, 60 years ago, 100 years Oof. ago. Yeah, yeah, no good. just oh, man. Meta, oh, I think. Oh, man, I forget. There was like some modern medicine that was like and this wasn't actually introduced until like the 1950s. Seriously, like, like insulin, oh, dude, no. like insulin's not that old, really. Yeah. Like 1920s, <laughs> I think. Like I'm not a doctor or anything. Fact yeah, check. I, I don't I don't want to. I don't want to have to deal with that stuff. Okay, so you were you were watching baseball on your thing, and you slammed your face. Yes, this completely, yeah, completely (laughs) derailed the thing. Uh, No, so (laughs) that had nothing to do with the reason why. Oh shoot! (laughs) It was just a random. That's what you think. I believe in the butterfly effect. (laughs) You're right because I saw it was the the baseball. I saw it flying while I was flying Mm -hmm. into the metal chair. You hit your head hard enough. You see like those flashing lights and like kind of weird. Some, some weird shapes like, weird why yeah. is this so many uh no um well, i mean music playing <laughs> <laughs> yeah i was like i 
man, maybe I should make like a low five beat <laughs> kind of thing before that was a thing. <laughs> I was going to say, like, when you made the soundtrack for this, we're going to go into a trillion yeah. different places. Was oh, lo fi yeah. like a thing? Like, is it uh, just. I feel like maybe like a version of like house music. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's definitely like house music, like down tempo, uh, like deep house kind of thing. Yeah. I sound like I'm Sirius XM chill right now. Yeah, man. <laughs> Sirius XM chill. Uh, yeah. But I mean, honestly, I listen to a lot of that while listening to or like making the uh, soundtrack. Yeah. But um, uh, like, yeah, so it's like a lot of electronic music and house music. I wanted to like each song I wanted to uh, like do a different genre of music. Mm-hmm. So there was uh, like, there was like your, your house music. And then I have like drum and bass in there. Uh, and then I have like, uh, well, I have liquid drum and bass in there and, and like a wide variety of different things. There's, you know, um, the most, the most intense song that most people don't listen to beca- or don't hear because you have to get to the impossible levels. Oh. Um, <laughs> yeah. Um, but like there's a there's just a, a ton of different ones because I wanted to um, like venture out into different uh, like genres and things. Mm-hmm. But I also uh, knew that I didn't want you to be like super like I didn't want the the music to be like, oh, my goodness, this is so intense uh, because you're playing a game over and over and over. You and get you're sweaty enough from with... the game, man. Exactly. And I don't want to add the sweat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you don't want that smoke with that. I, so I can't remember. So, were you making music before you made the game or did you learn yes. how to make the music like as oh. you were making the game? I feel like you did it all at once. Oh, no, no, no. Uh, I am a, I guess, a classically trained musician. Okay. Um, yeah. So I've been or I am a jazz musician. Yeah. Um, since like uh you know i played in band from like grade two to uh first year no freshman year of college that's pretty awesome that um, band in grade two that was not a thing at my school oh yeah not even a little it's, bit it, yeah it was really nice although i did not get to play the instrument that i wanted to play because everybody wanted to play the clarinet apparently and i was like oh. I wanted to play the clarinet because my brother wanted or my brother played the clarinet. Yep. I was like, I want to play the clarinet because he is. Mm-hmm. So then um, because of that, I was like, oh, well, all we have here is a saxophone. I was like, <laughs> all right, I'll, I'll do that. Man, I fell in love with the saxophone. Yeah, dude. Oof. Oh, I, man. That so is good. so weird. When I went to I, I, I played in band for a couple of years, my brother ended up like making a life out of it. He's also a jazz musician. He teaches out in Vancouver oh, nice. and plays every instrument, and all that stuff. He, you guys, you guys would you guys do chat. Actually, should hook. You yeah, up. that's awesome. Um, but I played saxophone because he played saxophone. He's two years mm-hmm. older than me and he was playing mm-hmm. like tenor sax. I'm like, that's what I want to play. And we had yeah. to like fight over sax. Like clarinet was like. <laughs> They, like they, they were like holding rallies and stuff like please come over like please. discover the the wonder that is the clarinet oh man yeah that the, the sax that, was it man yeah that's like the opposite of uh so a lot of my stuff where a lot of people were like clarinet trumpet yeah uh, trumpet were, like, for sure the two, the two ones that everybody went to yeah and then like i think i was like one of i mean i was one of four yeah uh, saxophones mm-hmm. almost all the time in every band that i was in yeah uh, minus i guess my actual jazz bands that i was in but like yeah it's it's interesting did you play like all the saxophones where did you start especially as uh, in I, grade two you're uh, what like seven years old or something like that like yeah i was yeah i was like uh oof, i guess just I was a little guy like, yeah i was this was this around the time where, <laughs> where i was baritone. like i want to be a game developer <laughs> this is yeah. like literally around seriously there. Um, yeah, uh, I was like, I want to make be a game developer around like eight 
years old. Get um, out of here. No, yeah, it was... Uh, <laughs> uh, bear with what me. What chair I, did I you slam I, into at this time? <laughs> this time was a brass chair. No. <laughs> um, there was a... Uh, trombone so we in the had, back of the skull. <laughs> it was a trombone. <laughs> uh, man, oh my... I'm about to get... I'm going <laughs> to avoid doing all these tangents and go into the one tangent that we're currently on. Okay. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm making I, a note about Trombone Hero or whatever that game is yes, called. Yes, <laughs> the Trombone. Really, it's just about Trombone Champ. Yeah, but anyway... Champ, that's it. Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. <laughs> but, um... The, 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 what were we talking about? Oh, no, yes. Um, so the, the, the reason why I was super interested in make, like, making video games at a young age is I had a class. There was, like, a, a homework assignment where we had to read a Time magazine, uh, and then we had to read an, art, an article in it, mm-hmm. and then do some report or whatever. I don't remember what we had to do. Classic but, assignment. Yeah. Yeah, classic assignment. Read Time magazine. Come back and say something Time about magazine. it. Kids be like, "What even like, are you okay, talking about?" Sure, yeah. yeah. And I was like, "Yeah, sure, why not?" Um, but one of the articles, uh, there, the article that I ended up reading was about a young girl who started her own bakery business. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was like, "Whoa, you can do that at that young a, of an age." I was, and then I was like, "Man, wh- I want to do that, but for video games." Yeah. And like. That was the reason why I was like, a man, I want to do this. bakery to video games. Bakery That's... to video games. Okay. Um, and uh, fortunately, my dad is a computer scientist. Okay, that um, helps. That helps. So I was like, hey, dad, can you teach me how to make video games? So uh, he taught me, he sat me down and taught me and my brother how to code. He's like, uh, he's been waiting for this day to come. He was like, yes. <laughs> he's got the whole like <laughs> curriculum set up. He's like, come oh on in here. Oh my goodness. He had the books ready and lined up. He was ready for this. He what was did he already teach disapp- you? What kind, of, what kind of coding were you learning? Oh yeah. Um, so uh, we learned basic yeah. um, for our very first stuff, which was really nice. And then we were, we used a program called dark basic, mm-hmm. which is like, it's basic, but with, uh, a couple of like things geared towards video game development and stuff. Got it. Um, so I was like, oh, okay, here we're like, I'm ready to like consume all of this stuff. We mm-hmm. had it like he ordered a huge book about like, uh, I'm, it's like dark basic. It's equivalent to dark basic for dummies or whatever, but it's classic. Like, uh, mm-hmm. It's a huge book. Like <laughs> yeah, it was for like dummies, things like a thousand pages. <laughs> yeah, it's like, like yeah, for it's dummies. like <laughs> it's for dummies. It's like war and peace. Oh. But I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> but like yeah no it was something and that was something that um i would like i would scroll i would read through all of this stuff i would read it in the bed and be like i need oh Lord, yeah man and stuff at that oh, age man, was, you're just a sponge you're just like give yeah, me all I the want, things dude. i want all the things and then uh after doing that for i want to say for like two years i was super into it my brother was like i don't like programming and he mm, stopped mm-hmm. um and but he then later uh in college he played league of legends he was and then discovered like oh there are people who just design on a game team yeah you don't have to code the whole thing you don't have to code Mm -hmm. i i want to do that yeah um to where now he is a programmer but (laughs) where he he makes games (laughs) you just took me on a trip i know you took i know it was like i hate programming and then he's like oh you can make or do game design and he's like yeah yeah i was like oh i guess i have to learn some programming Mm -hmm. and he started learning programming and then he uh was like the lead programmer he was a lead programmer at one company um because he was like the only one of the only uh few programmers there yeah uh and now he's like the lead programmer at future club which oh, is snap. The people that yeah make uh skull girls and things 
Holy so, crap, man. That kind of yeah. reminds me of a like that that could have been where I might have gone into with like sciences cuz like I'm oh, fascinated sure. by like science and space and chemistry and all these things. But like I got into like learning it. I'm like, I don't think this is great. Like I needed the like oh, League of Legends moment later on in life. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like needed, oh, this yes. is cool. Like I see where you're going with this. Cause before oh, this, it was yeah. just textbooks and nonsense. Oh man, I hate that's the one thing that I dislike so much is that there are um particularly at the 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 university that I went to, uh, which is the University of Minnesota Duluth campus, mm. uh, which is also where my dad went to. Uh, do it, oh. it was weird like there was a lot of parallels where the apple and the tree scientist huh? he's a computer scientist yeah um but uh the second class that you take if you, you're trying to do computer science there is a weeder class oh, where it's yeah. like they're like oh no one's going to pass this class um <laughs> everyone this is where you go and say yeah i'm no longer wanting to do mm-hmm. this and all of my friends just dropped out of it yeah it was like i'm done yeah and i really i really don't like that because it's just like what it a lot of the stuff that you're or like the things that um were like extremely hard which caused people to like drop out of the class are things that i don't ever use yeah <laughs> where i'm like oh my oh i i really but not, it didn't that. you didn't use it at all like it didn't like re- like teach you how to study or anything like i'm i'm torn on this topic for me it was calculus sure. in a business oh, degree sure. i do not need oh, sure. calculus for a business degree it's just uh, you can't te- you can't tell me that i do mm-hmm, um, but i mm-hmm. feel like it it kicked my butt a little bit like i needed to yeah. like refine my approach to pretty much everything with my work ethic overall I just needed to like a little I needed to try because yeah. I was a pretty yeah. smart kid. I could kind of just get by in calculus. I could not just mm-hmm. get by. So I kind of yeah. needed that. Like, you need, not life isn't always going to be like that, as I've mm-hmm. come to learn on a daily sure. basis. I think it's like, oh, yeah. Oh. Yeah. Shit that, is hard. I mean, I, I think that, yeah, there's that. There's the like, oh, yeah. This, hey, guess what? It, it's getting real because it's not, you know, it's not daisies and whatever yeah. other things that rainbows. people say when it rainbows there yeah you the rainbows and the, also the daisies and, <laughs> and also the daisies mm-hmm. yeah um but uh but i also think that like especially when you're like your first year or semester of uh first or second semester of college mm-hmm. of like i want to explore and go down this path that i think mm-hmm. that i really want to try yeah and then that being just a brick wall like it is a brick that's wall. true yeah like that is where i'm like ah oh, because there are so many people that i know uh of the like of the friend group that i had there mm-hmm. i know that if they kept going or like did something else inside of that yeah. they would have really enjoyed it but they just like said no nah, i'm good that's like, actually really like, funny uh, like we can we can relate on the college path even though we took very very different paths oh, yeah. like that, that that doesn't seem right to me it yeah. shouldn't, we shouldn't each have like that that same thing it shouldn't actually be that close that's wrong mm-hmm. i don't just like that like, and then there you go yeah, yeah. And then, yeah, after that, it was just like, um, uh, like, because all my friends just dropped out of that, it was just like, mm-hmm. well, I guess I'm going to have to learn and study on my own. Kind yeah. Of thing, yeah. Which was, yeah. Which was kind of rough. That's but, crazy. I want to yeah. go back to your seven years old. You want to make games. Oh, Obviously, yes. your dad had an influence. But like, what were you playing that you wanted to that, that kind of oh, maybe, maybe filled in the gap here? Sure. Uh, I guess the games that I was playing around that time would be well yeah we'd be in like in the n64 era yeah era. okay so uh you know smash brothers mm-hmm. uh, mario kart um uh 
I don't know why, like the next thing, uh, come on, chameleon twist. Chameleon yes! Twist too. yes! I'm like, <laughs> first mention on the show in hundreds of episodes. I don't think anybody has mentioned this game. That's you awesome. Know, chameleon twist two, rocket robot on reels. Wow. I was playing some Glover, never beat the first stage. Just Dude, let, like, literally for, spinning. Yeah. For Glover, every time, uh, me and my brother, like, rented it, like, once, mm-hmm. but we just really loved the intro song when they were doing, like, the. <laughs> the credits of things and then i was like yeah we're really bad at this game but and then we just reset it and then just yeah. listen to the song same thing with buck bumble we just stayed on the main i'm menu sorry and what <laughs> what game is this I, I, oh oh my goodness okay so buck bumble <laughs> is about a uh it's basically a like a six degrees of freedom um shooter with a b uh, as the main protagonist mm-hmm. um, and like <laughs> the game is uh, not the greatest you don't say uh, yeah it's not the greatest B games the men- oh the menu song is so good <laughs> it is so like it is so good we need more <laughs> of this we, listen to it we definitely need and maybe this is a thing as like people your age who grew up on 64 like come of age yep. to make games and stuff like pause music we need more of that pause music, dude. Like the Battletoads pause oh music, goodness, Goldeneye yes. pause music. We need some oh, like goodness. Like we need some just bangers on these that's, on these pause. So like this is it, man. So next that game. Is so true. Next, I yes. love that. Oh. Dude, I uh I don't think anybody has thrown such a random selection of 64 oh. games at me ever. Oh, I can I can go on. Keep going. <laughs> I can be like- but also, like, where did you do you just go like to the rental play, like Blockbuster or whatever? Look, mom yeah. and pop kind of just yeah, rent so- on the show. Because, well, again, my dad, the uh, topic of many uh, who I'm inspired by, mm. t- like pages and and whatever, the essays and stuff, mm-hmm. um, like my dad is a like a gamer. So like yeah. he is also really into games and Love he was it. the reason why we got into it. Yeah. Like our, the first games that we played were like Super Mario World and uh, Donkey Kong Country and whatnot yes. uh, because oh he had a super, uh, super Nintendo. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is awesome. And I'm like, man, to start out with that as a kid, and no like kidding. thinking back. Whew. I know. Um, but um, uh, because he was super into it, um, he would be like, yeah, let's go to Blockbuster every Friday and mm-hmm. get our weekly rental yeah. and, and stuff. So we that's where we played, you know, your chameleon twists. Your uh, what you oh, we didn't play. Um, oh, man, what's Shake Shake? Why am I blanking on Shake Shake? I can't help you in this. I didn't go to this this dark corner <laughs> of the blockbuster, man. This is this is wild, dude. It's oh oh Iggy's Wrecking Balls. That's also another one. Holy that was, crap! Oh, oh I, I can. I can't wait oh. to hear who comes out of the woodwork and like I played that game when I was ten or <laughs> yeah. whatever. Like oh man, because Extreme G one and two. Uh, that one that uh, eventually my actually my dad um at, that was my, a parents joint kind of thing where they mm-hmm. um one christmas they got extreme g2 yeah and like oh man and then that sound that soundtrack is like a huge inspiration for um uh one of the songs in hyperdot um i love it why is it gray area um, yeah it's like there's like a really baseline heavy all the tracks in like extreme g one and two are just like labeled track one track two oh, i don't yeah. remember which track it is um but like there's like a very like bass line heavy uh one with a with a like a uh break where it's mm-hmm. just the drums and stuff and i was like oh man i want to try and do that kind of thing so yeah, you you were playing all these different types of games you think yeah. that that like because hyperdot isn't really like a traditional 
style of game. And also, I apologize if I'm asking about Hyperdot. I know you made this game like a hundred years ago, but like <laughs> I still fun. think it's amazing. And Thank I don't you. think I explored everything with you last. Yeah, time, I mean, so. I'm I'm still working on it because I'm still working on those damn that Vita port, man. Yeah, that Vita port. Oh man. <laughs> oh man. I so I wish that I could do that so bad. Ah, uh, yeah, but yeah, uh, the Vita's great, man. Oh, God, I love the Vita too, mm-hmm. uh, so much. But um, D-Nate, but yeah, uh, the PSP. The, oh man, the PSP was so good. Um, the the like I I love a wide variety of games. So like, if you nowadays, even nowadays, you can find me playing like I don't know. You can see me playing Apex, maybe mm-hmm. some Fortnite. But then I'm playing some Pit Cross, and then you'll see me oh, yeah. hopping on to I don't know what else have I been playing. Uh, oh, there's a Frog Gun. Which is that one indie? Oh okay. yes, yes, yes. Yeah, with I did the, see that. the frog gun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Speaking of PlayStation One N sixty four. Yes, no kidding. Um, but yeah, like I I love jumping between all these different types of games and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so like I get a bunch of inspiration from all these different types of games. Uh, so there's like a lot of uh, me like just digesting and um, taking in all of these different. I don't know things of like oh hey i'm really interested in Mm -hmm. whatever this uh thing like this style of game design is or hey i want to try and put uh, put in this mechanic or something that i saw uh like on a youtube let's play actually that is kind of where hyperdot like if you were to go way way back Mm -hmm. um that's where i got the true inspiration kind of from a let's play from a let's play sorta it's because i never actually played uh sound dodger but that's the like if you saw Amazing. sound dodger and then you see hyperdot you'd be like oh i see where the inspiration right, the, is. the lawyers are coming after you now man yeah the lawyers are coming. as soon as i started working on hyperdot i was like i'm never gonna look at sound dodger ever again yeah like i'm not enough. gonna look at any trailers i'm not gonna look at screenshots or anything mm. i'm just gonna be like it is just a memory in my head. Totally. So <laughs> just trying, yeah. trying to erase it, but it like solidifies <laughs> like, it more. Yeah, but it's solidified. And like the uh, the reason why it uh, originally like it looks a lot more similar to it than probably I would have initially done is because the the reason why I made Hyperdot was for a temporary like a really small thing. It was a class that had nothing to do with video games. Mm-hmm. So I was like, hey, I'm going to. I have this idea. It's really uh, short. I was procrastinating, so I only had four days to make this thing. Um, so I was like, "Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna do something similar to this." But it wasn't really that because it's not music based or mm-hmm. uh, anything. It's really more about the dodging and the fact that they're shapes. Right. Um, so, um, but like, what what were we talking about before? Might <laughs> <laughs> I mean, have been going on all way the too different. Well, dangerous. you were talking about all the different yeah. games that might have inspired. Oh words. yes, all the different games and stuff. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot. One of my favorite um, like anecdotes uh, in terms of like inspiration is uh, so the star enemy that the one that mm-hmm. goes and then it like stops and and whatnot that is inspired by uh, Kirby Air Ride um, and the Swerve Star. So. There's Holy cow! A, I know this is because it could have all just been Pac-Man. You could have just said Pac-Man. Yeah, this Ever, is like, pa- colors, inspired by Pac-Man. They, the ghosts they all move different. <laughs> no, but no, I I am going from uh, there's so oh many gosh. different things. You know how many times um, somebody's brought Kirby to me in the last eight days? This is actually getting <laughs> out of control. Man. Oh man, you know Kirby Air Ride, Kirby Dream. Yeah, uh, people know I like Kirby. Well, I mean, he's right here. Like he's top two. There you like, go. He's got a whole he's got a whole shelf of him right over here. He's oh, just, see, there you go. Yeah. I oh. Mean, 
I, subliminal I'm messaging have, this whole time. Oh, yeah. See, it's we're talking about Kirby. Mm-hmm. Kirby. Kirby. Oh man. Kirby. No. Oh, Bobby would uh, be so mad right now. You <laughs> <laughs> um, hated Kirby. Actually, one of so one of the the games that I've been thinking about for like the next big tribe games game mm-hmm. is like inspired by Kirby era yes. like directly. So I'm like, oh man, I really. Do you think that there's like not any games like inspired by Kirby? Like the whole like, do you mean like like adopting like a mechanic like Mario Odyssey is maybe the closest thing with the hat? Like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, that's a Kirby game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's like there's not there's like nothing. I'm I'm maybe there is maybe there's something obvious out there. I think that there's there are like things with DNA. Yeah. Kirby stuff, especially like Smash, like well, duh. Sure, but like, um, but like, I think that there are some things that are like, oh, you can see this isn't like the direct inspiration, but mm-hmm. if you like followed the trail, sure. it would be like, oh, Kirby, yeah, um, like Mario era mm-hmm. kind of thing. Um, particularly like with, uh, oh man, Mischief Makers. That's what. There we go. Mm. Mischief Makers is the Shake Shake thing that I was trying to remember. Uh, we did not play that <laughs> uh, blockbuster. Uh, um, but uh, somebody can uh, delete their comment now. Yeah, yeah, you can delete the comment. Um, but uh, uh, like, there are some things where you you can be like, okay, I can see like the 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 DNA there. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I don't I don't know if there are ones that are like this is like you'd see like inside of the the press release where it right. says inspired by kirby blah, blah yeah there's no it's not there's no um, kirby like genre like it's not yeah. like souls like or the roguelikes or anything like that and it seems yeah. like this game is so old like that yeah, mechanic is is it's been a, been around yeah and it's so sad that like um because you know i i listen to the min max podcast and, and whatnot and i'm and i'm occasionally on there um but one time they were doing like hey, the best super nintendo games and like they were just listing a bunch of games never mentioned kirby superstar that's I'm okay like, what that's okay what? kirby superstar is great uh, the, the best great uh, the best on the super nintendo well um, okay I, I i at least an honorable mention i'm not gonna say that is the like the great of course you can go with your <laughs> super mario world and your super metroids and donkey kong country you got at least four street fighters to get through before you get to kirby. yeah I understand that, but at least bring up Kirby. Nobody <laughs> ever brings up Kirby. Doesn't get the like, respect, man. It does, and that happened. I think it also happened with uh, was it the NES or whatever. And I'm like, what about Kirby's Adventure? Yeah. Come on, y'all. You Jeez. know, my first Kirby game was on the Game Boy, and I actually liked it a lot. Oh, I, I, Kirby's yeah. Dream Land Two. I actually oh, really yes. liked that game. Like that was so pretty. Good. I I won't, yeah. I won't I won't hate on every Kirby game. And earlier this year, we had a good Kirby game. <laughs> Yeah, the the problem is, yeah, for most people... It was people, a Souls-like, apparently. Like, <laughs> I don't think that it was a Souls-like. They oh had bosses, goodness. therefore it's Bloodborne. Therefore, yes, it's a Souls-like. Mm. Uh, <laughs> yes, by Souls-like, we mean Titan Souls. Exactly. Um, <laughs> <laughs> said nobody uh, ever. Yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, I don't know. It's a, it's one of those things. And I understand that a lot of people are like, oh, yeah, a lot of the Kirby games are samey. Yeah. And I'm like... Yeah, I can understand that. It's like these are really a lot of like comfort food kind yeah. of games where it's like, oh, this I know that I'm going to have a fun time, even if it's not the greatest Kirby or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll be good. But really good Kirby's are really good. 
maybe uh, maybe we just answer the question why nobody else is making a kirby game because kirby makes six kirby games a year like where's anybody <laughs> supposed to come in there man? It's just, <laughs> oh man the, the problem with that it. is that really um there's only like two big like proper kirby this is you know mainline kirby mm-hmm. games and then we get a bunch of spin-off you get some stuff. golf and we need a spinball. We need a we need a we need a finally a competitor to a Sonic Kirby. Spinball. Oh my god. Starring Tilt Kirby. Mm-hmm. There you go. Mm-hmm. Just bring Tilt and Tumble back for uh, Switch. That actually is that a thing? No, I want it though. <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Wait, am I what am I putting my foot in my mouth for again? <laughs> I mean we have the uh the better tech for it now. Oh so. my gosh. Well, Hyperdot <laughs> it came out on Xbox originally. Yes. I want to talk about Game Pass and how it's going to destroy the industry apparently. Um oh, yeah, and I it's funny cuz we we've joked around with you about all the different ports. When is it coming to Switch? When is it coming to Vita? I honestly can't remember what the real story is anymore. Can you set the record? Where, where sure, is Hyperdot? Yeah. Where is it coming? What are you officially working on? Yes. Okay. So the official ports that I'm currently working on are Switch, PlayStation 4, and PlayStation 5. Mm-hmm. Um uh I can right now say that the the date is no longer in my control. That's oh. the reason. Like I would love to be able to say, hey, oh, that'd be so cool. Hey Sean, do you want the scoop? You want to exclusive right now yeah it's coming out on and i would love to be able to finish that just, just okay well i'll can this episode until it is okay. ready then you send yeah. just a recording of yourself saying the date and i'll yes I'll, we'll just and we'll then you'll be afterwards. like i had the exclusive. or I, i'll do it afterwards you say that lead up and then i'll say <laughs> then you'll say november 17th <laughs> Oh dude goodness. if it's november 17th i will lose my oh mind my like goodness. that it, i don't know I, if it, that's even possible for it to be that soon but i like there are it is just like no longer in my control and i would oh, i would love to be able to tell everybody yeah like yeah this is when it is and yeah. like i'm looking forward to when this is when it is is but it up like, to a publisher point, now like are you working uh yeah it's it's up to like publisher partners kind of thing Got we're it. trying to figure that stuff out mm-hmm. and like that has been taking a lot longer than interesting uh, than expected also the playstation port oh (laughs) it has been taking a while you gotta Um, you gotta knock on mark cerny's door and whisper into his ears a little bit say hey man i'll take a picture of my ear please (laughs) let me in let me in in, please dude like the Uh, the way you get into his house is like not like the hand fingerprint thing like you just like oh no here you go (laughs) he's got like the ring doorbell camera just (laughs) yeah i was like i need to get it oh yes come on in charles (laughs) yes yes i understand i can recognize you now (laughs) (laughs) oh my goodness knows your name i couldn't tell from your face what Um, can you can you talk about why play why 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 the the playstation port there's just it's a there was okay so man yeah, it's the it's the cell processor, and it's, it's for some reason really hard. No, um, so there was a Twitter thread of uh, I forget which developer. It was like an indie developer mm-hmm. a couple of years ago. Yeah, um, where this. they were like, "Oh man, doing like indie development on PlayStation is so hard." Yeah, which at the time I was like, "What? That doesn't make any sense." Yeah, but Shuhei. Shuhei, there's the Vita. The Vita was called the indie machine no for the kidding. longest time. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that doesn't make a lot of sense. Yeah. I now understand what they mean. What the <laughs> heck, man? I, yeah, it's... I, I feel like there might have been a point uh, during like the PlayStation 3 Vita era yeah. um, where it was so much easier to... Do. Well, 
not so much easier. Maybe just relative to everything else. Maybe is that the piece? Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, relative to everything else, that's true. But like, there's just a lot of hurdles just to be able to like as a indie developer just to be able to like even work on playstation stuff Mm -hmm. um like if you were if sean if you were to actually go over to the playstation partners uh website and be like i want to sign up to do this yeah you'd have to do uh you'd have to go in there and be like oh you need a static ip um address and you need to like uh, to have business as things and uh, all these business, like there's a bunch of things that would like prevent just your typical um, hmm. uh, person who's just like making just, indie dev uh, games in their uh, home yeah. kind of stuff. And it's like, man, that is, that is already a, a huge hurdle. But then like, yeah, it's, it's been a, it's been kind of a struggle. It's not all, it's not, own like exclusively playstation's fault yeah. there's also um with all the other platforms i know somebody who has worked on there so i can be like hey i'm mm-hmm. running into this weird problem yeah. do you know how to fix that with playstation i don't have that go um, like develop a reddit of, or something like that like yeah anybody else like hey hey how do you anybody <laughs> have searching forums oh my god <laughs> <laughs> but um there's like yeah there's there there isn't somebody that i know personally that i can just be like sure. hey i'm having this weird problem mm-hmm. what do you think they're like how do you do that and of course i decided to port hyperdot when a new console came out mm. and there's not a lot of documentation awesome. slash other experiences that you can like look at to be like oh yeah they know how to port a game to PlayStation five. Mm-hmm. Like not even PlayStation is consistent to how they deal oh, with wow. PlayStation five stuff, especially uh, because like on their, what you call on the, the, the game saves and cloud saves. So like if you oh, go from yes. PS four to PS five, that's no, that is not consistent. Even within PlayStation, the first party stuff, that's not consistent. So like, like gamers are complaining about the experience on there and devs are like, Oh, hold my beer. <laughs> oh, well, like, we on, have to wait. make it dude yeah i'm like well uh i have to one consider the fact that you might go from the ps4 to the ps5 right but then I'm, i have to be like well okay fine what is the what is the like streamlined process and if you just if you just look at like something like ghost of tsushima when i when i moved from ps4 to ps5 with ghost of tsushima it was a whole process mm-hmm. i don't know if you remember this it was like uh, I think I did the on, same thing with uh, Horizon, uh, the last one oh, for Ben West. I, yeah, think I, did, yeah, I for, started on PS4 and I eventually got my PS5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And where you have to go like, OK, on your PS5, download the PS4 version, go inside of the PS4 version, click the upload button to or to upload it to the cloud. And now download the PS5 version, go to the PS5, click the download button to so that you can have the PS5 version and then converts it over. You can't go back to the PS4 version just, in, just to let you and it's just like that's not even consistent because third party games don't do that. Like I, I remember there was like an EA thing where you have to sign into your account. So then it'll yes. uh, sync all your stuff and, and like, oh, man. So it's only slightly um, more convenient than them sending you like a floppy disk or a zip drive or something. <laughs> it's like, well, at least it's powered yeah. by the Internet. But like yeah, otherwise, there you go. But like, holy crap. At the, like I literally have the save on my device. I yeah. don't need to download yeah, it's, it's so, so with the complications with playstation like is it now so that you're just trying to get hyperdot to land everywhere else at the same time and it's kind of like one's waiting for the other so that you can go uh, switch and playstation it's not necessarily one's waiting for the other um i would love for one to uh just everything drop. to be like bam and then yeah you know, there you go kind of thing but like because playstation has been a little bit more complicated of a 
logistics uh, mm-hmm. kind of thing. That's that's where I'm like, Ugh, I I might have to uh, be like, hey, that's whatever. Just but because I'm also in this weird waiting, uh, like holding period where I'm like, oh, I, I don't know. I still have time to try and figure out a lot of that stuff. So that's why I would love to be able to just say and. It's November 17th. November <laughs> 2020 17th. 2020 XX. <laughs> Eight. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, but yeah, I would love to be able to say that. But yeah. I just can't. Oh, I'm excited yeah. for you, man. That's that's yeah. awesome. Like, do you think about now, like, this this release date being kind of in question? Like, yes. there's a lot of games coming out, man. There's a lot of stuff. Yes. Like, now we're into the holiday season. There's about, I think, since we started talking, another 48 games have been oh, yeah, released. announced and released, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Does that come into your mindset as all at all? Like, do you do you think there's a better time, or, other than just like whenever, as soon as possible, or is it better just get it out whenever it's ready? Um, there's definitely, I mean, there's definitely a uh, a time where you don't want to release. Yeah, Call um, of Duty, God of War. Yeah. Like when there is some really, really, really big game. Like if it was like what happens to uh, Horizon every every year that they yeah. come out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's Horizon. And then one week later, a game changing game in the open world oh genre comes God. out no. <laughs> every single time. <laughs> but um uh so yeah, there are some times where you're like, yeah, it probably doesn't make a lot of sense to do that. The only times that you should or you can do that and be okay with that is if your game uh doesn't fit in that genre slash audience so like say like yeah gears of war six comes out tomorrow Mm -hmm. or whatever but you're making a uh you're making a puzzle game uh, or something like that that you should probably not have as much like overlap as you would think with with that kind of stuff sure um so so you can be like okay i'm okay with that kind of Mm -hmm. thing but the on an indie game scale a lot of that stuff uh it's yeah it's more or less avoid the very large games the mm-hmm. ones that are taking up literally all of your all the headspace yeah uh, kind of things um and then try to like try to figure out what makes the most sense in terms of like uh if i did this can can i maybe work with like an uh external partner to get mm-hmm. promoted on something like sure. oh hey uh summer uh summer games fest is is happening can i maybe get slotted in that kind of thing um or like uh ign's doing like a showcase or uh i don't know something like that things like that can help mm-hmm. uh like figure out like yeah this makes a lot of sense to to do these kind of things but it's also really hard to get those kind of things because a lot of people really want to be on summer games yeah it's all, and, yeah what what, yeah. A, what a brilliant idea that absolutely nobody else would, would yeah, think about no one's these ever things. never thinking about that but you have something special like you were nominated for um best in accessibility for the yeah. for the dang video game award jeff Keeley was yeah. like hey man oh man you're one of what five games that was nominated yeah. or something like that. I I still can't underhand or understand and comprehend that. Like that's awesome. It's it is so. I mean, it is so like uh, humbling and also like frightening <laughs> that like <laughs> oh man, I like I was I was next to The Last of Us, which I've gone on record and being like that's one of my favorite games of all times. The Last mm-hmm. of Us, the original Last of Us. I love the part original. Two. Yes, uh, original. I love part two. I love yeah. part two. Yeah, I see, I see um, what you're saying. But like to to actually be like on an official um, like this this wasn't just you know I'm on a list of some, like or carpool gaming's list. like best or, like games. where it's just like 
I'm on a list of somebody who's like, these are my favorite games. And there's just like, oh, he's, a, no, but like, this was a thing that was yeah, like man. officially being competed at and like, it was a competition kind of thing. Um, and I'm like, this doesn't make, it doesn't comprehend. No. And like, uh, the, the image, the graphic that they like sent out to us so that we can send out to everybody. Um, it had Hyperdot one right in the center, uh, two next to the last of us. Yeah. Which still, I, yeah. Um, but like, <laughs> but, but three, like the other four games were like really big teams and triple a, uh, or double a, uh, like sized games. And yeah. I'm like, what? And I'm just, I just made a game. Just about little a dot. Me. <laughs> <laughs> um, you and yeah. only you, nobody, but you made this game. Now, like, I want to ask you about that. Like, there's not too many other really places. Like you have like, um, best action game but then you have another mm. category for like best indie game and that whole like yeah. term is kind of being whatever yeah you know you know it's the the catch-all but in accessibility thing, yeah. it seemed like this was one area where yeah you could have this like triple a versus yeah or, you know right right next to a, an indie title as well like yeah. is do you see like that's where we're going like that the barriers continue to break down especially when we don't really know what we mean when we say indie yeah yeah it's like cyberpunk sure sure what yeah like you know (laughs) why not yeah Uh, i i think that you're definitely going to see a lot of uh or you are already seeing a lot of those barriers going down like uh what was it the year that um uh hades um, yeah man also like got game of the year out of various Mm -hmm. outlets uh and stuff and like there there were like examples of that happening before i believe journey yeah. Um, was one of oh, those yeah. even games the telltale like, games oh, yeah. to a certain degree like, telltale not necessarily games. like indie yep. indie but yeah i think mm-hmm. yeah it's different um it was yeah definitely Smaller, different and, like, not blockbuster not yeah not a huge not a huge uh team working mm-hmm. on a lot of those things um but yeah you're definitely going to see that a lot and yeah the term indie is oh man it depends on who you ask and yeah. you can get in arguments and be like well valve is an indie team and then you're like well yeah from like a financial standpoint they are technically independently funded like so you can say not that, owned by ea or yeah EA they're not owned by anybody mm-hmm. so they you can say they're the biggest any that you can possibly have mm-hmm. but like a lot of people wouldn't categorize them although you already are i can already hear the, the comments being like i still can class like yeah it's it's a at this point it's just a uh a label that you can put on yeah. to something and it's less so like it's so weird that there is a genre that you can like look into the store that's called indie. Right. It's like, what, what does that even mean? That's like saying, uh, action. It's just so broad. Sure. Just saying like, yeah, it's an action game. Well, what kind of action are we talking about? We can yeah. say that a strip, like a, uh, what you call the turn-based strategy action game or something like that. Well, now yeah. everything's a role-playing game. Yeah, everything's. I think that's that's the toughest thing. Everything is as right. Yeah, the greatest role playing series uh, ever is Madden. Yeah, (laughs) exactly. (laughs) Honestly, I I had this weird like I was playing Forza Motorsport five or six or something like that. I'm like, I think this might be a role playing game. Like, I think I started thinking about it it as a role playing game. Yeah, it's it's where like yeah, especially with like um, discrete genres and like how there's you know RPGs and and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I remember uh, it was in the mid 2000s when like. 360 just was launched and whatnot and then people were like yeah now everything has rpg elements right like rpg elements was the buzzword mm-hmm. uh, and stuff and i'm like at now it's just like well yeah 
like yeah. that's not this you no longer even say rpg elements that's just like just the a game. gameplay mechanic mm-hmm. <laughs> or whatever and i'm like yeah that's kind of that's kind of what happened to indie but in the label sense where it's sure. just like yeah that's just it's a thing you can label something but like it's not going to be the most helpful thing because um people are like you can or you can consider Hades as an indie uh, as an indie game but when or somebody might be like well that's a bigger team there's like 20 or so people working on it but I yeah. want to play games uh, like Frog Gun that's made by I believe it's only like one or uh, uh, two people like fully mm-hmm. working on it and I'm like well yeah but then you're like you're still the the is it like the indie spirit kind of thing I know. Like, you know, there's just too many different permutations and variations and but it's kind of like about. it's funny that we've gotten to this point in the conversation because we started out talking about music and all the different oh, like yeah. is it house is it lo-fi like i think that like, there's all these yeah. different things and I, I think that i'm gonna try and have my cake and eat it too because i think that oh, sure. like the labels on their own serve to at least elicit some sort of feeling or like yeah. the original intention of that label but sure. knowing that you can kind of go on beyond that but when when i think indie i think Hyperdot, I think like Thomas was alone. Um, mm-hmm. Fez, some of these games that really were, or Stardew Valley, like these games oh, that yeah. were one person, maybe two, like, I don't know. But it's sure. weird because I don't, maybe I am leading more into how many people made it than I'd like sure. to think. Cause who, <laughs> who knows that? Who, like, yeah. who, what oh, person, man. if you're not me or you, or like maybe most people listening to this, like, who looks at a game and goes, like, that looks like, like those five people working on that game? Like, how does anybody yeah. know? <laughs> Nobody does. In fact, um, the, uh, there was one time. So uh, there was one time somebody was streaming Hyperdot, uh, and then I just so happened I was like in there. I was like, oh, I'm gonna jump into their chat. That's the best. Uh, Why not? Oh, it's so it's so good to be yeah. able to do that. It feels it feels so uh, like uh, like Mr. It feels really good to be like, oh my goodness, they're like, who was this person? It's the developer. What? No way. Yeah, man. Um, in this instance. Uh, they didn't oh. believe me right away. Oh yeah, because you know somebody just jump, jumping in and being like, "Hi, I made this game and whatnot." Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't like, yeah, it. I don't believe it. But somebody in their chat then went and went on my Twitter profile and saw that I made the game and whatnot. And they were like, "Yeah, yeah, that's cool." cool. Uh, and then and then the streamer was like, "Oh wow, uh, did you uh, like so? Were is it just you working on this?" I was like, "Yeah, it's just me working on this thing and, and whatnot." And he got to like the impossible levels. He was on there, and I was like, "Oh hey." well done and whatnot mm-hmm. um and then he was like wow that changes my entire perspective on this game because i thought that this was like a uh i think he he said something like it was like a cash uh cash in game or oh whatever, yeah where yeah. it was like clearly they didn't uh or like it it looked good and whatnot but it was clearly just like a cash grab or something yeah, like some that. sort of like, like game factory just like yeah just like out. spewing out the, mm-hmm. the stuff but it was like wow that was wow that's really impressive that you like did all the art and whatever and stuff yeah. and i'm like man yeah that's probably how a lot of people are digesting like the majority games. of games let alone hyperdot where it's yeah. just like yeah based off of whatever this is it could be or like people can be like yeah it's just game company x is making this thing um mm-hmm. so clearly they have 
What was that one company? What was that? Tokyo RPG Factory, I think. Didn't they do like, mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. I, like they literally called themselves an RPG <laughs> factory. I'm like, that's, I already have an, I don't understand how these things that are like a hundred hours and have like thousands of oh, lines man. of dialogue. They, they come out so often. They come out more often than like God of Wars and the last was just <laughs> oh, like, yeah. how? Yeah. I don't understand. Oh, so man. they, they built factories, I guess. Yeah. They, I mean, if you, if you could figure out a workflow for a lot of that stuff, you can, you I can guess. maybe figure out a lot of that but like also there's just like um there's different not necessarily expectations but like different needs that each ver- like each type of and style of game need yeah so like yeah doing your god of wars and whatnot you got to do a whole bunch of mocap and whatnot mm-hmm. but like for the you know the tokyo rpg kind of things you'll need a bu- bunch of dialogue and stuff but not necessarily the most complex in terms of mocap or mm. uh, lip sync and and what and things like that well, localization. Charles That's says. Thing. Charles says RPGs are very easy to make. All you need to RPGs, do RPGs. Yep. You can JRPGs especially. RPGs yes. are a genre of game. Mm-hmm. What's <laughs> <laughs> put it on the box? Yeah, That's put on it on the, the box. box. Yeah. What um? What's a game that you want to make? What are the what are, like? Oh man, there's there's a ton of games. That yeah, I I'll make. bet. Um. Uh, so where are all your uh, whiteboards? How are you doing all this? I need whiteboards for my ideas, Charles. Where, yes, okay, so where, here's all. So here's my whiteboard. Where's your bulletin boards? The pins and the <laughs> yeah, yarn. Yeah, with the the red lines mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, uh, no, so some of the games that I really want to make. Uh, the one that has been like stuck in my head for the longest time, and I'm like, oh man, I really want to do this. Uh, and I've, I I think that this is probably gonna, my next big like game that I do for Drive Games. Yeah. Um is a kart racer i like absolutely love kart racers yes. you see me jump in playing mm-hmm. some mario kart with the mm-hmm. community and whatnot um but i love kart racers i can like i for years i would just like try and find all the kart racers slash all of any you know like any arcadey racer kind of thing yeah and like play through that and like play that hsx um uh on playstation 2 i know this is i'm just gonna go i was down. hoping you'd say wacky wheels and i'd be able to connect with that but that's that's where i'm at dude like i don't know yeah, have you ever yeah. played wacky wheels on pc there you go. Think, yeah like, see this is if i okay play dd kong racing sure yeah there you I, go yeah, yeah. yeah. now people I, <laughs> no, personally personally this is uh-oh semi semi uh-oh. hot take i think that that game is more interesting of a concept than it is in execution because Ooh, that's not where I thought you were going. Yeah, it's I enjoy I enjoy DD Kong Racing. Don't get me wrong. I just think that the the concept of hey, you can choose whatever vehicle you want and you can race against each other. That sounds really cool. In execution, it normally is just you choose this one vehicle that is actually mm. the best vehicle on this track, <laughs> on this course, just and then you're just racing. So you're just flying around, or mm-hmm. you're on a hover, like, or it's like literally you just have, you only can fly, yeah. or you can only whatever, um, or like uh, if you're driving, you're at a huge disadvantage mm-hmm. and stuff, and that's why I balance. think like yeah, it needs it needs a little bit more balance, but like. It, it is still an interesting concept. Um, what what about, really... well, not necessarily a kart racer, but what about um, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts? Oh, my, oh my goodness. Oh, oh here yes. we go. Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts. I yes, love that game. Dude. That is my, oh, my, it's actually, actually what was it? good. The, yeah, the, the, the Rare Xbox replay. 3, the, or what is the Xbox? 
it was the anniversary event where they did like, oh, here's all the, the rare here's a digital history thing yeah. um, and whatnot. Not even the rare replay stuff, but oh. it was like a digital history thing where you can walk and like see the history of all Xbox and stuff. And at the end, oh, it would say, yes, yes, yes. Yeah, you can like yeah, link in your at account. At the end of the year see. kind of thing. Mm, yeah, yeah. Yes, it was yes, that yes. kind of thing. And I was yeah. like, and apparently... My most played game yes. is Banjo-Kazooie. Dude, Nuts I think I Wolves. remember seeing that now that you mentioned that. <laughs> yeah. I think he's, I'm sure he screenshotted that on Twitter. Oh, my god! Yeah, gosh. that is. And that list was like so Charles. It was like <laughs> Skate 2 and like DJ Hero. Yes. Uh, it was like, oh, yes, this is this is totally me. But like, yeah, Nuts and Bolts. Oh, that is such a good game. Oh, I only problem- played it. Rare Replay was when I first played. I didn't play it back oh, in the yeah. day. And I was like, mm-hmm. I think I like this. And like was met with that's the wrong opinion. Like you absolutely don't. Yeah. And I didn't play through it. Like I should be oh, very sure, clear sure. about that kind of stuff. But I thought it was neat, man. I thought it was kind yeah. of interesting. The problem with uh, Nuts and Bolts is that it's a it's labeled Banjo and Kazooie. Interesting. Like yeah. that if it wasn't labeled that, then people probably would have looked fond uh, uh looked back at it fonder slash it would have been like a cult hit kind of yeah. thing. Similar to how there's trail uh makers, which is a banjo and kazooie like game where uh you're building like uh you're building vehicles and stuff to do tasks and things. Yeah. yeah. Um but it doesn't have anything tied to like any uh IP tied to it because everybody really wanted a banjo game mm-hmm. and Instead, you get a vehicle Lego building game. Do you think like, we, do you think we get a banjo game anytime soon? Like people are screaming for this stuff right now. <laughs> oh sure, yeah. We got a we got a Battletoads game. I don't even know if you really like. Can, it seems oh, yeah, to just yeah, like yeah. come and go. It's just too bad. Yeah, I think that uh, eventually we will get yeah. a banjo game. Um, and then I think that we will collectively be like. Yeah, we had a banjo game. It finally <laughs> happened. Be, that's why I bring then, up the Battletoads thing. It's yeah, like, it'll be like Battletoads. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I don't think people yeah. want that. It'll be, what if yeah. they do a Banjo-Kazooie game in the style of Last of Us or God of War, where it's just like an escort <laughs> where it's mission? Just like we're <laughs> <laughs> we're going to just say anything is uh, av- anything will be removed. Totally. Everything's on the chopping just wood. Super floor. mature. Yeah. It's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this old grizzled banjo. Yes. <laughs> just <laughs> oh graying for yeah, this yep. is somebody needs to make this. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it would be Bomberman, what is it? Uh the Bomberman, gritty bomberman game. Oh my gosh. Okay, wait, what game do you want to make? <laughs> <laughs> we get on too many tangents. Um, yeah, so I want to make a kart racer. So, oh, um, right, right, very, right. Yes, yes. Very inspired by Kirby Air Ride. Um, <laughs> I love Kirby Air Ride. Um, no, damn yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> Just, oh, my goodness. Don't worry. It all wraps together. Mm-hmm. See, bringing back Kirby Air Ride. Um, but yeah, that is that is one of the games that I really want to uh, really want to make. I've been like for since the the. I want to say like 2012, 2013 or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been like really like, man, I really want to make a car racer. I just, uh, back then I didn't have the, uh, like tools slash the knowledge and how to make a car racer yeah. really well. Um, but now I feel like I'm fairly confident into being mm. able to make a car racer, uh, and stuff. That's what I was going to ask. That's exactly what yeah. my next question was going to be. Cause it's like, like Hyperdot is one thing and maybe it's just like a set of levels that was, you know, I mean, there's a lot going on. Oh. I don't, I'm not marginalizing it at all. Oh, sure, like sure, to go sure, from no. that to like car racer, like that, 
that seems like a jump yeah. but are there other indie developers that you would look to that have done something similar where they like they start out with one thing and then they go like oh snap like where did suddenly. this come from yeah like yeah no man's sky like oh yeah suddenly it's no man's sky <laughs> oh no i don't want to do that that's yeah. way too big that, um, is, that game is crazy man that's yeah. oh, that's my desert so, island game i keep forgetting sure. about it whenever that question gets brought up but that's i i gotta bring that to my desert island when i pack okay, up and so get ready for that were, were you uh for splatoon you were like you know what i'd bring fun and just bring pretty much uh, i did no team, choose team fun i did i chose i chose uh gear because oh, you, guys, you, you can have fun it. you can have fun with gears that's cheating and then you can get food that's cheating with the gear that's that's cheating that's not what it's, i meant that's not the spirit of the question oh my that's goodness. cheating charles oh my but i guess goodness. i guess i mean that's what a lot of people thought yeah it's just it's like it's the most practical one it's like oh yeah if you're if you were at literally on a desert island mm-hmm. yes you would probably want to have gear so then you can get all the things like and then you will be able to have your fun and you eat and whatnot. We it's really the most stop, practical question. We should stop fighting about which team you would choose and just agree yeah. that that probably wasn't the best. Splat it wasn't the premise. best. You know, it was not the best theme. Mm-hmm. But hey, you know, that's that. It is what it is. And I, I have a feeling that a lot of people uh, picked fun because big man. Big man. Oh, yeah. Is, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah everybody loves big man. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. But. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, yes. What well, we were talking about games. Uh, Other devs have kind of yes. gone from like, oh yes, yeah, you know, like, like who do you think you are, Charles? <laughs> You're Hyperdot, man. How dare you think you could go from that to to kart racer? Stay in your yeah. lane. <laughs> um, I think that so there are like there are definitely other examples of um. Uh, smaller uh, like indie teams going from one like smaller game to a mm-hmm. fairly large slash definitely a jump it's not like oh you're making the what would you would think would be like oh the next logical step right kind of thing right um a lot of those are uh include multiple years different uh difference in things yeah so like uh the jump from uh, what is it thomas was alone to like volume or something right um yep. which was like oh yeah there's one no longer just uh, Mike Bithel working Bithel. on it. Mm-hmm. Has has a bunch of people helping him out. That on helps. That one. Yeah. So that definitely helps. Who's the but, dude um, who did um, the witness? Uh, uh, what you call Jonathan Blow? Blow. Uh, yes, yes. Because yes. he did. Um, yeah. He did he that did, really hard. And then like the time traveling. Uh, yeah, did braid, braid, and then went yep. to the witness. That took seven years, but did that and yeah. also had a team. So you like again, not uh, uh, okay, not a huge logical leap in terms of oh yeah, so you're gonna make another platformer kind of thing yeah you, uh but like it was still a puzzle game and and whatnot so yeah there are examples of that that happened um but also i have worked on other games other than hyperdot um in like including like uh totally reliable delivery uh, delivery service um and worked on a bunch of vr games uh and stuff and worked on a bunch of mobile games and mm-hmm. uh and things like in in the past so it's not necessarily like oh yeah hyperdive is like the first thing and the only thing that i've actually uh, touched that'd be but, very impressive honestly oh, man, that would be, just like yeah that would be coming really out of the gates never made anything <laughs> and then jeff keely yeah. last of us oh my goodness geez yeah yeah there, it's one of the, it's it's one of those instances of like you see the uh, end result, but you didn't see the stuff that came totally. before it. And overnight um, successes took ten years. Yeah, yeah, that took ten years. Yeah, um, and but like, yeah. So I do definitely feel a lot more confident doing that kind of stuff. I've That's done awesome. Uh, yeah, I've I've done a, a wide variety of genre slash 
um style of game uh but yeah. like that one is one that i'm like yeah i really want to do um it's not like my bucket list game like the the game that has been in the back of my mind for multiple years yeah uh and whatnot well i guess it has been in the i back mean of my sounds like it years. yeah but it isn't like the if i had an unlimited bu- uh, budget Mm-hmm. Uh, I'd pull out this back pocket idea and be like, well, I have the idea for you kind of thing. It's not sure. one of those. Yeah. Uh, but it's another stepping stone towards me learning and understanding those the the mechanics and things that I would want to do to be able to do that. I, uh, I'm really bad at self-promotion, but I'm going to try it here. I talked about uh, this in one of my or in a GDC talk that I did. Yes. Um, where I was I basically was like, hey. I know that you really want to make a really big game, uh, but what if you made a bunch of smaller games that had mechanics of the big games so that you can learn from those yeah, totally. uh, games and stuff like that. That seems to so, make sense to me. Like that's how yeah. that's how I would if I, mean, I have no no even <laughs> can't even speak to this kind of stuff at all. But that okay. that seems to be the way that I would that I would approach it's it. Okay. So you good. you released um Hyperdot into Game Pass. Well, yes. not into game not directly into Game Pass. No, you, not you were directly, out yeah, and then yeah. it came out into Game Pass. What happened when it came to Game Pass? Oh, uh, the the world said, "Hey, what's this game? Oh, <laughs> why yeah? am I? Yeah, why am I uh, getting a what was it a, a mission to do this in the right. Game Pass thing or whatever? Yeah, and like, and then like, yeah, that was that was definitely the time when a lot of people actually uh, figured out and found out about Hyperdot and stuff. Mm-hmm. And man, that was a whirlwind of stuff uh, of just like, oh, okay, I am. Uh, I guess uh, people like have thoughts and opinions on Hyperdot now yeah. and, and things like that. Uh, it was like, it definitely wasn't like a huge uh, thing beforehand, but like that just like opened the gates to all, a bunch of people. And I'm so glad that a lot more people were even able to just play the game slash, mm-hmm. uh, let alone just, you know, have it in front of all those eyes, just being like seeing the streams and seeing the things from all that again, really like I, I still can't believe that's all so that awesome. stuff. It's so well deserved, and I think the last time you were on the show, it was not on Game Pass. I think you maybe were just releasing it, or no, it was just about yes. to come out. And I was yes. asking you about Game Pass, and you and I was like, "Man, I, I think that you would had something maybe awesome in the yeah." Like, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. then yeah, <laughs> yeah, because I mean that was man. What time? What year did it release? Uh, twenty twenty. Yeah, so it it happened a month before the pandemic truly started. Oh, uh, that's why it feels longer than that. Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, you just told me that it was like sitting next to The Last of Us Part Two, so like two. that should yeah, kind of yeah. clue me in a little bit. But yeah, my time, sense of time around that that time. Yeah, time's a flat weird. circle. It's okay. Yeah, well, <laughs> especially like hyperdot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, time's just hyperdot. Yeah, okay. Time is hyperdot. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm, okay. So, but Game Pass. I heard um, from people on the internet that Game Pass is going to destroy video games. And how do you feel oh. about contributing to the demise of um, the industry that you love so dear? Oh, I'm so glad that I'm able to be the last, <laughs> uh, the the bell ringer of the death, <laughs> the harbinger, of the, of- <laughs> the harbinger of of death and yeah. things. I apparently also, oh, uh, I, I got really lucky. Um, my first and only E3 was E3 2019. No, um, yeah, so, yeah, same. Yeah, there you go. So it was like, all right, well, I guess uh, I am the the harbinger of death. No, yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting. There's a lot of I have a lot of uh, 
mixed feelings, mostly positive feelings, uh, largely positive feelings uh, towards like Game Pass and stuff. One, duh, because my game was on Game Pass. So, yeah, you know, did pretty a little good. biased of a source here. Sure. Uh, <laughs> but uh, I also think that it is like if I was a kid and like my and my parents were like, oh, man, my kids really want to keep playing games and whatnot. They keep asking about games and stuff. Uh, them doing Game Pass would have made so much sense. Mm-hmm. And like the uh, the amount of games that I would have been able to play. Yeah. Uh, would have been like, yeah, mind blowing. Like I would I would have been uh, able to try out so many different types of games, especially in an age where going to a rental store isn't uh, that's not a thing you can Dude, do. How bad do you miss that? <laughs> Just go, uh, like is that like because it seems yeah. if you really think about it, it's super inconvenient. But oh, like yeah. it's romanticized like to the nth degree. I oh, would love 100%. to just like go, yeah, that store's ten minutes at the closest away. <laughs> like we're talking about a twenty minute shortest round trip possible. Yep. Doesn't have the game that you really doesn't looking even for. have the game. <laughs> but yeah, but you're like, well, I guess I'm gonna have to look at all these other games and stuff. Totally. Oh, what's this? What is this uh, random? Let's clay fighter thing. Uh, yes, I'll try that out. pick yeah. it up. Yes, buy yeah. that immediately. Clay fighter. Yeah, you just pick it. Like that's that's how a lot of those things were. Or mm-hmm. like, um, speaking of HSX, it's a racing game on PlayStation. It was like a a futuristic racer. So think Wipeout style sure. kind of game. Yeah. Um, but like, that's where I learned of that. And like, yeah. that became one of my most played games because it has a track editor in it. And I'm like, oh, that's this track editor crazy. is crazy. Oh, it is so detailed and Look whatnot. Look at that. Yeah. But like, yeah. Formative moment for you. Oh, it was uh, uh, like I, map I, editors I, and stuff. Like, map yes. Editors, level editors and things are things that I really cherish a lot. Yeah. And that's uh, partially the reason why I wanted to like really put in one in, in Hyperdot yeah. uh, and make it so that every game or every level that I made in Hyperdot you can make because I use the, the same editor. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, yeah, like that Mon, uh, Mon Nation Racers is another one where I'm yeah. like, oh, the, the editor in that is so good. Yeah. Um, slash, I just love that game so much. Um, but also the level editor for like Hyperdot and it's amazing. I go like, uh, I mean, how hard could this be? You just please. throw a circle and in then, there and then you're like, <laughs> shit, oh, this is really hard to do. Yeah, like I can't, <laughs> yeah. I can't match. I mean, the dude who made the game, obviously. <laughs> That's one thing that I really, uh, because of the way that I approached the level editor, I think that it was at its, uh, it was a detriment to the accessibility of using that uh, level editor where it's like, yeah, you have access to literally everything. You can change the parameters. You can add don't, things. Don't let my experience with it. Oh, like color, I know. Like any this of is that. not. Like, I'm I know. An idiot. This is not. <laughs> I understand. This, this is uh, this is something where um, there were multiple times where I was on a stream with um, mm. with people. Like I was literally on the stream, and they were like, "Yeah, we're gonna go through all this stuff, and we're showcasing Hyperdot and stuff, and you know, we're talking about stuff." And then we we're like, "So we're gonna jump into the level editor," and immediately when they say that, I'm like, "Oh no, uh. <laughs> they're not going to understand anything about this because it's very much a." Uh, it's a level editor that you play when you have beat or like you, you've played a significant amount mm-hmm. of hyperdot. So yeah. then you have an understanding of all everything. Yeah. Um, of, and all the parts. And then you're like, I'm going to really get into this kind of yeah. thing. And I wish that I had a mode where it was like a simplified thing where you can just be like, I want to put in a pattern. Like you just right. like, I want a pattern kind of thing mm-hmm. or I want to have, 
this like you know like the modifier five, uh, part is something that you can understand is like really easy to change but yeah. like anything involving like the enemies and like how the pattern works i yeah. wish that i had a simplified version uh where it was almost mario uh mario maker that's exactly what i was gonna ask you about yeah like, how, how you look to something like that and go oh, how much yeah. does it influence exactly and like that's a great um that's like mario maker is such an outlier in terms of a level editor game yeah. because uh other level editor games i don't understand i don't know why yeah. suddenly I, I coined this term <laughs> uh, <laughs> but uh like little big planet little big planet mm-hmm. the the one i another game really really love uh the ratio from creators on that to players on on uh, little big planet i'm guessing it's probably like creators are like 20 percent or yeah. less yeah probably even less. It, i'm being really generous there yeah. it's probably like 10 like creators um, and even if you counted like more than one level like yeah, not more just than like, one level just like one people who are like you know i'm gonna i'm gonna actually try and yeah, like that's gonna be my little big planet experience is making levels making sure. levels and stuff and like that um that ratio i think is what is standard across a lot of these level editor things. So uh, anything that has a bonus level editor thing, um, what is it? Cluster truck. I don't know. I'm bringing up cluster truck, but I need to play that game. It looks like my kind of game. I'm telling you, it it looks so fun. fun. It does have a level level editor. It's more of a kind of a, Hey, it's a, you know, it's a bonus tacked on kind of tacked on all the air quotes kind of thing. But um, like, you're going to get like 2% of people playing yeah. on that. Um, and I think that that is similar to what happened with like HyperDot. Or yeah, you're like 5% of people are actually doing like level editor things. Mm-hmm. But like, um, but the ratio with uh, Mario Maker, that it has to be higher. It, yeah. And I know it's higher because you see, uh, especially when uh, Mario Maker 2 came out and people were sharing their levels and stuff, you saw people who were like, you know what? I'm going to make some levels. And like they felt empowered to make levels. And right. that is the thing that I really want. I really want, uh, wanted to be able to do. Uh, but I didn't realize that I really wanted to be able to do that uh, until too late <laughs> where mm. it was like, oh man, I am three and a half years in and I'm about to release Time this Time to game. wrap this thing up, man. <laughs> yeah. I've been <laughs> worried about it. all the, all these, uh, like making the Eye tool from both and love and stuff. But like, yeah, yeah, that's, that's one thing I'm like, ah, I, I wish that I, I went back and was like, okay, mm. make this simplified and so that it's something that you actually are like, I feel empowered to be able to make something that I want to make. And yeah, of course, you're going to see a lot of the same kind of patterns because things are simplified and whatnot. But right. that is the gateway to get into doing the more advanced stuff. So yeah. like the like if you were to look at like the trials uh, motorcycle games and whatnot, yeah. oh, like they wow. have their simplified... Oh man, I'm... I'm a jump from everywhere. Those games, oh, dude, that that was probably <laughs> one of the first like XBLA games that I played. Like a friend of mine was just like showing me random stuff all the time, and it was like, oh, nice. This game blows my mind. Like this is so. It just felt so <laughs> good. But I never. I'm. I'm way. I wish I was 
creative and dedicated enough to like make something like that like mm-hmm. like like mm-hmm. level editors like i have so much appreciation for it we would like do sure. map editors on like starcraft and warcraft oh, yeah. back in the day and like oh you can do like these um mission or objective based kind of things you get your guys onto these tiles and it would trigger like a gate that would fall over and then and then that would happen in the game too like I love what, <laughs> like when you say that, like the, the, you could make every level using the level mm-hmm. editor. Like there's a history to that kind yeah. of thought and that notion. Cause yeah, like that's, that's probably the, the link to the empowerment really mm-hmm. is you don't mm-hmm. feel like you're not able to do that. You don't want to go like, yeah. oh, there's something hidden from me here. Yeah. There's not to, not to, I will not uh, disparage the name of Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. Oh, dang. But. But. And Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. I love Tony Hawk Pro Skater 2. It mm-hmm. has an awesome level editor, but all the levels in their level editor are like the second you take a screenshot of it and you're like, it's a level editor level. Right. Like, it's not school two, or yeah. it's, I mean, like clearly it isn't these things because, you know, they have custom made assets and stuff. And it makes sense that yeah. it honestly, it does make a lot of sense. Um, So I'm not like, saying that that's a bad thing i'm mm-hmm. just saying that there's like that or that kind and style of level editor um versus something like a hyperdot or um ooh, i wouldn't even say little big planet because little big planet also has bespoke things inside mm. of it um uh in inside of their uh traditional campaign because like they were the ones who came up with the idea so they can make everything really seamless right. and whatnot like they were like we need a mask here. So let's make a mask and then put it in there and then offer it in the level editor. Gotcha. Like, yeah. So they were, they were able to do that. But mm-hmm. like with Hyperdot, uh, I had five enemies that I could mess around with and yeah. stuff or like, Oh, I need more parameters in order for these things to work. But it's still like, you're still having the entire, you uh, have the entire like uh tool set that I have. See, um, I would just make make levels that um, where what do you call the the dark ones with the where oh, they yeah. low? Like that's just like when I saw that you showed <laughs> me that at E three in twenty nineteen. I'm like, that is mm-hmm. the crazy. I was not expecting. I thought it was just everything was flat and whatever. It's like you flip the switch on the you flip the light switch. And I'm like suddenly I'm like, <laughs> oh my gosh, man! It was it was oh, man. really special. Um, Thanks. I wanna I wanna ask as as we start to maybe close things out here. I wanna ask yeah. like. You, you've been working on the ports. Yes. I, I don't know if you can talk like what is life like now? Like we live oh, sure. our day to day is are, are totally different. Like I, I do my nine to five oh, yeah. or whatever. Like what is it like when you release a game like this? And I imagine it, you know, puts food on a table for at least a couple of days. But like yeah. it's not like you have like a salary. Like yes. I don't think. Yeah. So what like <laughs> it, for, I don't know if that's a fair question to ask. But like oh, no, no, I, no, I just yeah. want to know like what's life like when that's the way that you make your living. Sure. Yeah. So um, it's interesting. I hinted at it before. Uh, so that totally reliable delivery service mm. game that I worked on, that is uh, how I make my normal day job. Sure. My work work uh, salary kind of thing where I'm a contractor on that. Mm. So I work on that and we're working on the dot, 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 sequel question mark, dot, oh. dot, 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 with we technically announced it, but it was like the most soft launch announcement. And then we immediately revoked it because I don't know. We'll do it again later. <laughs> yeah. We'll do it again later. Kind of thing. Dot, 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 dot question mm-hmm. mark. So, uh, but like, yeah. So like I, that is like my, like now day job kind Got of thing. It. Um, but 
Also, I am working on Hyperdot, which is basically, or Hyperdot and Tribe Games things, which is also basically like another full-time job. Yeah. Um, so that has been fun. Uh, uh, but like, yeah, it's it's a lot of um, going back and forth between those two things. And with, uh, with Totally Reliable, um, I'm working with like an awesome team um, and stuff, and it's a lot of fun um, learning a bunch from everybody and, mm-hmm. and things. But then on the flip side, uh, I go and work on Tribe Games stuff. And I'm working on that, uh, and and I'm working on like uh, you know the ports and and stuff like that. So I love it, yeah. man. That that totally makes sense because I think um, you know a bunch of us have read the uh, Blood, Sweat, and Pixels, and we read these stories of these guys who are. And these people who are, you know, putting a second or third or fourth mortgage on their house, like just yeah. trying to make ends meet and hoping that the game that they're building like lands in a way. So mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm glad to hear like it seems like you're a little more balanced than that. And like oh, yeah. a little I'm, bit more yeah. I'm super fortunate where um I'm like able to be in this position where I'm able to work on games exclusively, even for a day job. I work yeah. on games and I work on a game that has a bunch of like fart jokes and stuff. So it doesn't <laughs> even feel like work, but, um, <laughs> but, but like, but yeah, yeah, I mean, it, it definitely is work, but, yeah. uh, uh, yeah, no doubt. it's definitely, it's, I, I understand that like, yeah, I'm in a, uh, very fortunate position and I know that a lot of people aren't like that. Uh, and Hyperdot did, um, pretty okay. So yeah. it's not like, uh, that is another thing where I'm like, yeah, I understand that that is, uh, that's one of, that's another thing, um, that I can be like, okay, I'm not stressing too much over like, okay, I need to make, you know, the next hit or whatever. Yeah. uh, This loaf of bread has got to last, you know, past the expiry date. (laughs) Yeah. I don't, yeah. I don't want to be in that position. Unfortunately I'm not in that position, but well, I cannot wait for these games to launch or this game to launch on these other platforms. Um, I just can't recommend it enough. I've had a blast with it multiple times. Even if I can't beat the, what do you call the heart, the extra heart? Uh, the impossible. The impossible levels. levels. Yeah. They, oh, man, yeah. I mean, at least, at least for my old hands. Um, <laughs> it's all although good. I need to, I need to do more uh, with the keyboard, mouse and keyboard, because I was playing oh. on my my new monitor here, and that is, Ooh. it looks very, <laughs> yes. very nice. Um, so it's, it, dude, I just. I love that it's such a wonderful game and it's been made by such a wonderful person. And I've I've been really fortunate to be able to get to know you over the last couple of years. And sorry about Friday. I'm glad we were got to record tonight. Feel quite a bit better. So I think that's, that's awesome. I appreciate your patience with me on, on that dude. But, um, do you want to let anybody know, like we've kind of talked about your games and everything and, and the things that you're up to. Do you want to direct people on the internet where they find you or message you where they can find out more? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, you can follow me at DarkKSTG um, on Twitter or at Tribe Games if you just want to hear about Tribe Game stuff. Uh, I am, I am in the process of doing something that is not related to Tribe Games directly, but will also be related to Tribe Games directly. But also, it's related to the fact that everything looks all nice. Dot dot dot. Mm, youtube.com slash metroid shirt that you're wearing which is slash metroid shirt yes, okay, no, it's not that's, the metroid shirt that's but a very cool yeah shirt. That, that's something that i've been um thinking about doing and i am right now honestly i'm like extremely nervous because it's something that i haven't done oh it's uh, awesome i cannot wait yeah. okay you <laughs> but, let me know you let me know when that when that launches man that's whatever oh, this yeah. is i think i've got an idea um whatever you do turns to gold and it's great. Oh, and it's, it's you just, you have a heart of, because you have a heart of gold. Um, Thank thanks you. for, thanks for hanging out with me tonight, my friend. Yeah. 
A lot of fun. I'm not going to lie. I'm kind of geeking out that that conversation just happened. When I started doing podcasting and content creation and getting into games and stuff, um, I had no idea where it was going to take me. I could honestly comment on this sort of thing every single week. But to sit here and have a conversation with somebody who has made just such a phenomenal video game, who happens to be just a wonderful person, who's been nominated at the Video Game Awards, this is just, this is mind-blowing to me. And I'm so thankful that you guys are here with me on this journey. We're not stopping. Things are busy. Things are crazy. But that's okay. I love doing this show, and I'm so glad that you guys are here once again, you can follow me on Twitter at Sean Capri, Sean like Connery, Capri like the pants. We're Carpool Gaming on Twitter, TikTok, Instagram, probably Snapchat and MySpace. You know, we probably should lock that down. Now that I'm saying it as a joke, somebody else is going to snatch it up. And who knows, man? Who knows the damage that they, that they can do? Um, as we close things out, though, I want to draw your attention to a little show called the Nintendo Drive. It's a Nintendo show that I do. Some of you guys, sometimes I just assume you guys know all the things. You got to hit the subscribe button at youtube.com slash carpool gaming because we have a show coming out every single day. I do a show called the Nintendo Drive, also the Xbox Drive. Uh, But why I want to bring up the Nintendo Drive right now is because we are welcoming Seth and Lockleth on to the show. Brand new show, brand new format. For those of you who have been listening for a long time, it's um, you have no idea what you're in store for. It's really special. We've been thinking a lot about it. Uh, We are going to be purposefully different from the previous iteration of the Nintendo Drive and hopefully different from anything else that you've ever heard before. How's that for a lofty promise? YouTube.com slash Carpool Gaming. Patreon.com slash Carpool Gaming. Choose the tier that's right for you. We cannot do this without you guys. And I appreciate you. Extra Life coming up. And Charles McGregor was on the show. I'm I'm going to tell my parents. This is one I think this is one I think I can do it. Mom and dad, you can watch this one. I mean, you can I mean, really, you could watch you could you could have listened to the last week, Jason Lacey, pretty decent over there as well. Uh, but I think it's um it's time for me to go have a shower, wash up, get ready for bed. I hope you guys have a great night. Usually we end a show with Bobby Pauls, but this is this is already late, so we're going to do a classic clip from uh, a game that I'm mildly fond of. So please enjoy. I'll see you guys next week. Hey, bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Jason. Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Sean, where are you? Jason! 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 Sean! 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 Jason! 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 Jason!